The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. So, this is how the spirit of faith operates. The spirit of faith operates by calling forth those things that be not as though they were. If you are going to operate in the spirit of faith, you need the spirit of boldness to exercise this level of faith. The spirit of boldness, like David in the face of Goliath, says to Goliath, you uncircumcised Philistine who has defied the army of the Lord. I am going to cut off your head and I'll feed it to the birds of the air. That is the spirit of faith in operation. Are you following what I'm saying? The spirit of faith sees the end before you get to the end. Well, are you ready for the word? Okay, turn with me please in your Bibles to the book of Romans chapter 1, verse 8, verse 11, and verse 12. The book of Romans chapter 1, verse 8, verse 11, and verse 12. I read, it says, First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Verse 11, for I long to see you that I may impact unto you some spiritual gift to the end that ye may be established. Verse 12, that is that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith both of you and me. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I'm continuing with my message that I have titled Impartation of the Spirit of Faith. And this is part four. Impartation of the Spirit of Faith. And this is part four. Please understand that God is only pleased by us walking by faith. That's what the Bible says, the just shall live by his faith. And also in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, the Bible says, we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. So, the Christian walk is a walk of faith. It's not a walk of sight. It's a walk of faith. What does that mean? It means we believe before we see. We believe before we see. We are not Thomases. We don't see before we believe. We believe before we see. And quickly, what is faith? Faith is simply defined as God doing what he says he will do. Faith can be defined as God will do what he says he will do, irrespective of the prevailing circumstances. If God says he will deliver you, 
It doesn't matter where you are. He will deliver you. Like Peter, if you are at the verge of drowning in the sea, his outstretched arm will reach you wherever you are in the name of Jesus. So it's important for us to understand that as children of God, we walk by faith and not by, by sight. That's why Paul, in his letter to the church, he said, first, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. In other words, the whole world could hear and, and, and see the exploits of their faith. Now, let me say this. Your faith is fake if it has no proof. Your faith is fake if it has no proof. Another definition for faith is things. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. The Bible says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for. That means your level of faith determines your level of things. Hmm. Your level of faith determines your level of things. Remember in this series we did speak about four levels of faith. Four levels of faith. The first day you gave your life to Christ, you were given the measure of faith. Romans chapter 12 verse 3. The day you gave your life to Christ, you were given the measure of faith. The next level of faith is what I call little faith. So when you feed your measure of faith a little bit, that measure of faith grows to little faith. And remember I told you, little faith are people who worry about what to eat, what to wear, where they are going to sleep, and so on and so forth. Jesus said, O ye of little faith, why do you worry about what you are going to eat? So that's level two. The third level is what I call strong faith. Strong faith. Strong faith. Jesus said, I have not found any faith in the whole of Israel except this faith of the centurion. Strong faith. Matthew chapter 8 from verse 8 to 10. Strong faith. The next and the final level is the faith that brings every dead thing to life. Say a good amen. amen. That's the faith that Abraham was operating in. Romans chapter 4 from verse 18 to 21. That level of faith calls those things which be not as though they were. And that level of faith brings everything that is dead back to life. And I decree over your life, anything that has been dead in your life is coming back to life today. Say a good amen. Amen. So we walk by faith and not by sight. So Paul said in Romans chapter 1 verse 8, he said, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. That will be the testimony of this church. Our faith will will be spoken of or being spoken of throughout the whole world. When people see us, they will say, this is the church of faith. 
And for your information, we have never done anything in this church with money. Everything we've done is by faith. Beginning of this year, I said we were going to go on primetime TV. I didn't know no one. I had no connection anywhere. But when the time came, three months down the line, God opened the door and put us on primetime TV here in the UK and across Europe. That is faith. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, now, do you know how much it costs to go on primetime TV? A lot of money. A lot of money. And for your information, we are blessed. This is a blessed church. Glory be to God. Because you see, faith is a currency. In the kingdom of God, the only currency that is permitted is a currency called faith. Anything else used in the kingdom is fake. If you don't use faith, any other currency is not permitted. Why? Because you can't receive anything from God without faith. And I see you doing exploits this year. I said, I see you doing exploits this year. Some of you, God is going to quadruple your steps this year. Some of you, God is going to double your steps this year. Some of you, God will do the unthinkable, the unimaginable in your life this year. Because you are operating by faith. Say a good amen. So their faith was being spoken of throughout the whole world. But that was not enough. Verse 11, Paul said, For I long to see you that I may impact unto you some spiritual gift. What is the purpose of this impartation? To the end that you may be established. And from today I decree establishment in your life. God will establish you. Anything that has been unstable in your life after today, I decree the God of heaven will establish you in the name of Jesus. Some of you have been wandering in this land. No establishment. Wandering every time. You can't even maintain one job. Wandering because every time you try to maintain a job, something happens and you are uprooted. After today, God of heaven will establish you. I said the God of heaven, he will establish you. And nothing will be able to uproot you any longer. This is your season of establishment. This is your season of establishment. This is your season of establishment in the name of Jesus. That business will be established. That relationship will be established. That marriage will be established. That business will be established in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. I said, so shall it be. I said, so shall it be. Some of us have not been able to maintain one address because something continues to chase us. But after today, the God of this commission 
will establish you. Some of you, you've been in this nation for years. You don't have any property, but this year, God will establish you. God will give you properties in this land. In the name of Jesus. You see, don't be casual around the prophetic word. There's a gentleman who comes to this church. He works on Sundays. The first time he's been to so many churches, the first time somebody invited him, he said, you know, all these churches, they talk about money, money, money. And the first day he came, guess what I was preaching? I was preaching on, on, on uh, true riches. And then he said, ah, you see these pastors. But on that day, he said, okay, let me just listen to him. He's been in this country for years. He works Sunday, so when he gets a chance, he'll come to church. So that Sunday, I was prophesying that God is going to give people houses. And he received it. Not long after that, within a month or two, he bought his own house in this country. And then then he came back to testify to the one who invited him. He said, your pastor is the true pastor. (laughs) Are you following what I'm saying? Now don't be here and be and be casual around the anointed because like I taught you, impartation takes place as the word is going on. Are you following what I'm saying? What you need could just be in this word today. Verse 12, it says that that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith of both of us. In other words, I want your faith to come to the level of my faith. There's no point your faith is on level one and mine is on level four. It's a complete waste of time. That's why I teach you so you can come to that same level. So what I can do, you can do better. Jesus said, greater works than these shall you do. Are you following what I'm saying? Listen, it takes only faith to receive from God. That is why the impartation of the spirit of faith is important. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. The Bible says that but without faith, it is absolutely impossible to please God. It is absolutely impossible to please God. It's not without, the Bible never said with fasting. With prayer. It takes faith to please God. For for without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that God is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Do you want rewards? The simple solution is seek God how? Diligently. Not lackadaisical. You want somebody to call you. Are you coming to church? No. (laughs) When you are sick and you go to the doctor and the doctor gives you a medicine, do you tell the doctor to drink the medicine on your behalf? No, you need it. So coming to church is an added advantage to your life. You are not doing the pastor a favor. You are not doing the church a favor. You are not doing God a favor. You are doing yourself and generations after you a favor. Uh, amen. Amen. 
Because God only rewards those who seek him how? Diligently. I have never seen God reward anyone who serves him casually. Never. Never. Ask everyone that have testimonies in this church. They are diligent seekers of God. When I gave my life to Christ, I was walking nearly 45 minutes to an hour to church. Walking. Walking. In the sun, in the rain. Walking. Sometimes as I'm going, I'm soaking wet. I get into church and I'm praising God with all fervency because I knew my destiny was not in man, but in God. You're looking for somebody to pamper you. You are in the wrong place. You serve God, he is God. You don't serve God, he is God. You need God, not God needs you. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Jesus said, if you are lukewarm, I will spew you out. There are too many lukewarm Christians in the church in the UK. Too many of them. That's why this country is going nowhere. In Europe, lukewarmness is in the church. You wake up, it's cold. You say, uh, today I'm not going to church. But you go to work every day. If it's snowing, you cannot say, I'm lying in today. No matter how tired you are, you go to work. Why can't you come to church? The God who gave you the work. You think you're doing God a favor? You are not doing God a favor. Wake up. It's time for us to get back to our first love. Wake up. I said the church must wake up. What happened? You used to come to church very early. What happened to you? Now you are slacking back. You used to sit at the front. Now you are sitting at the back. You used to be on fire. Now you are cold. God only rewards those who seek him how diligently. Listen, your service to God adds nothing to God. It adds everything to you. That's why no pastor in this church will ever call you. Are you coming to church today? Have anybody called you? You can go to the places they'll call you, but that's not the vision of this ministry. We are building an army of soldiers who know who God is. Are you following what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with people being pampered. Don't get me wrong. But in this army, it's an army of radical soldiers for Jesus. You want impartation, doesn't come cheap. Check the scriptures. Check anyone that God has used. It doesn't come cheap. Check anyone that God has used. Jesus said, don't cast your pearls before swines. 
Because this thing is precious. Now, isn't the scriptures careful? Isn't, isn't God awesome? The Bible says that God, God's desire is that all men will be saved. Right? But Jesus taught a parable and said the kingdom of the kingdom of heaven is like a precious a precious treasure pearl that a man took and hid it in a field does it make sense now he wants all men to be saved and he takes this kingdom and he hides it away from men why? Because he wants only those who are diligent to search it and find it. He wants only those who are diligent to seek it and find it. <laughs> Before you were born, God is God. After you are dead and gone, God will still be God. <laughs> are you following what I'm saying? Listen, write this down. It takes love for the spirit of faith to work. It takes love for the spirit of faith to work because without love, the spirit of faith will not work in your life. Galatians chapter five, verse six. It says, but faith worketh by love. Faith worketh by how? Love. So that means if you don't have love, the spirit of faith will not operate in your life. Let me quickly show you how the spirit of faith operates. Romans chapter 4, verse 16 and 17. Get ready. Something is going to explode in your life today. Romans chapter 4, from verse 16 and 17. It says, therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. So this is how the spirit of faith operates. The spirit of faith operates by calling forth those things that be not as though they were. If you are going to operate in the spirit of faith, you need the spirit of boldness to exercise this level of faith. The spirit of boldness, like David in the face of Goliath, says to Goliath, you uncircumcised Philistine, who has defied the army of the Lord, I am going to cut off your head and I'll feed it to the beds of the air. That is the spirit of faith in operation. Are you following what I'm saying? The spirit of faith sees the end before you get to the end. I've already seen the end of this church. In my lifetime, minimum on a Sunday, there will be five million in attendance. In my lifetime. Are you following what I'm saying? In my lifetime, I have seen it and that's how the spirit of faith operates. The spirit of faith calls forth those things 
which be not as though they were. So it's time to start calling them forth. You need a good health, what do you do? Call it forth. You need healing, what do you do? Call it forth. You need a good job, what do you do? Call it. Don't keep your mouth shut. Because in this kingdom, a closed mouth is a closed destiny. God calleth those things with peanut as though they were and you and I have been made in the image of God. So you speak like God. When there is darkness, you say, let there be light. Where there is depression, you say, let there be joy. You activate the garment of praise in your life. Are you following what I'm saying? There are too many Christians who are quiet in the kingdom. Remember in, in Isaiah chapter 2 verse 2 it says the mountain of, in the last days the mountain of the Lord shall be exalted above all the nations and all the people will flow all the nations will flow how? Into it. This is this is solution chapel writing. Nations will be flowing into this. They'll be flowing. You see how a river flows? You can't count it. Can you count water? That's how nations will be flowing into this church. Key verse, verse 3. I'll show you something very powerful. Verse 3. It says... <clears throat> And many people shall go and say, Come ye, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion, out of Zion, out of Zion shall do what? Shall do what? Now Zion represents the church. Now the Bible is saying, out of Zion shall go for the law. What law is he talking about? The law for the nations. Now where are laws made in this country? House of? House of? House of Parliament. You don't even know. There are two, there are two of them. What, what are they called? House of Commons and then? House of what? Lords and house of? So where are the lords? Lords on my right and commons are on my left. Which of them are elected and which of them are not elected? Commons are elected. Lords are? Lords are? Not, so you see you are in the country but you don't know the lords of the country. Shame on you. Lords are appointed. Now, so, parliament is where laws are made. Follow me carefully. The Bible is saying that in the last days, for out of Zion shall go forth the law. Out of Zion, out of the church, shall go forth the law. That means the place where laws are made will no longer be parliament, but it will be in the house of God. 
So in other words, when you come to church, it's time to make some laws. The world has made some negative laws against you. When you come in, what do you do? You also make some laws. How do you make laws? By opening your mouth and making a decree. For when you decree a thing, it shall be established. So when you come in, you start opening your mouth to make laws, new laws. Somebody says you will not prosper. You make a new law. Wealth and riches are in my house. Somebody makes a law that as for you, you will be at the tail. You said, as for me, I am the head and not the tail. What are you doing? You are making laws. For out of Zion shall proceed the law. Now what happens? Hold on, hold on. When you make the law, the law is no respecter of persons. When you are summoned to court and you don't show up, and a judgment or a decision is made in your absence, it becomes a law. Yeah. Are you following what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you come to the house of God, you don't have to wait for your enemy to be here. It's time to open your mouth and make some laws. So let me open my mouth and make some laws over you. I call you blessed. I call you the head. I call you favored. I call you prosperous. I call you healed. That's who you are. So the living amen. So can you see how this kingdom operates? It operates on the basis of love. The impartation of the spirit of faith operates by you making decrees. Don't be scared because the spirit of faith dares the unbearable and speaks the unspeakable. I know how much it costs to be on TV prime time. I know how much it costs. But beginning of the year, I said we are going to be on prime time TV. Because the spirit of faith makes laws. Once the laws goes forth, Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11. When the law goes forth, the law is the word. Once the law goes forth, it does not come back void. Pastor Zama said something very powerful. Pastor Zama said the word has a one-way effect. It goes and comes back. It doesn't come back the same way you send it. It only goes one way. When you send it to go and bring you a nice husband, the word will come back with a nice husband. So be careful what you are saying. (laughs) Are you following what I'm saying? So this is why in this kingdom, you you don't say, you don't joke. Because there is nothing like I was just playing. You say the wrong thing, you get the wrong thing. Mm. Ah, I don't know what's become of this husband. Oh, all he does is just, he's lazy. You call him lazy, he'll be lazy. They say, oh, my wife is not beautiful anymore. You say she's not beautiful, she'll be ugly. (laughs) You'll get what you say. 
if you don't want to eat the food, don't order it. How do you go to a restaurant and order something you don't want to eat? If you don't want to eat it, don't order it. But if you order it, the waiters will bring it. They say, hello, sir. You ordered ugly, ugly, not you. Uh, let me start here. <laughs> you ordered ugly, ugly wife. There's no wife here. You ordered, <laughs> you ordered ugly wife. Angel said, ah, this is what you are, ugly wife. Your wife wakes up to the morning and she's walking out. And she wears it inside out, inside out. Because you ordered ugly wife. Hello, baby, where are we going? Are we going now? You will get what you order. Be careful what you open your mouth and order. Are you following what I'm saying? Why are you saying all the wrong things? Can you help me now, please? Hallelujah. Amen. Why did I even take off my <laughs> You you get what you say. So be careful what you say. Oh, this boss is a wicked boss. He'll always be wicked. Towards you. The Bible says that the heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord. Why, do you, why don't you order what you want? And listen, it will cost you nothing. All you have to do is open your mouth. And start speaking. Today, through this impartation, I order 10 millionaires in this church. <laughs> through this impartation, I order 10 millionaires from this church. Say a good amen. Amen. Through this impartation, I order minimum 10 people have their own universities. Amen. You say, how is this going to be? You see, don't be like don't don't be like Mary. All you have to say, be it unto me, according to your word. Through this impartation, I order in this church men and women who are of great stature in this nation and across the world. In the name of Jesus. Say a good amen. Amen. Listen, the impartation of the spirit of faith positions you to do the same exploit the career of the spirit of faith does or even double. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13, it says, We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, therefore have I spoken. We also believe, therefore we speak. Do you see how the spirit of faith operate 
It speaks. It's a speaking spirit. Why are you quiet? Jesus was so powerful, but on the cross, he kept his mouth shut and they killed him. Jesus could have said, a million angels come to my rescue. The spirit of faith is a speaking spirit. Bishop, Bishop David Oyedepo said, when they were about to build the 50,000 seat auditorium, he said, the Lord said through him, September 18th, this building will be dedicated. 50,000 seats are being built in one year. There was no budget. He said before they, they, were, they built a 3,500 capacity church and it took them about two years. So if you calculate uh, 3,500 took two years. Multiply it and see how many years it will take. But then when the spirit of faith shows up, the spirit of faith speaks the unspeakable and it dares the undareable. It's a speaking faith. Everything in all humility that I have spoken in this church has happened. And more is going to happen. Are you following what I'm saying? More is going to happen. A time is coming where there will be so much traffic going into this church. People will be queuing at 4 a.m. to enter into a 7 a.m. service. That's what I see. Because the spirit of faith is a speaking spirit. We having the same spirit of faith. According as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, therefore we speak. Therefore we speak. Therefore we speak. Why are you quiet? It's time to speak. It's time to speak forth God's glory. It's time to speak forth God's goodness into your situation in the name of Jesus. Second Kings chapter 2 verse 9 to 10. The Bible says, and it came to pass when they, go, they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, thou have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. It's time to ask. Ask for God to give you the whole kingdom. The king said to Esther, what do you want? Even half will be given to you. I said, you know, I'm not sure if I ask whether I'll get it. What does it cost you to ask? It is better to aim high and throw the stone and get a little bit closer than aim low and not get closer to where you are aiming. 
That's why every prophetic word that comes from this church, write it down. You'll see it manifest right before you. You say, ah, he said it. He said it three months ago and it's happened. He said it a year ago and it's happened. He said it three years ago and it's happened. Why? Because, you see, the spirit of faith is a daring spirit. You always come to God asking for a hard thing. I'm asking God for five million members. That's a hard thing. Somebody said, where are you going to put them? We'll build a city. Amen. We'll build a city. Glory be to God. Are you following what I'm saying? The earth belongs to my father, so why should I apologize? Ask big. And for your information in this church, we do big things. We don't do it small here. No, I just want something small. No, we don't do small here. I just want a little bread. Me and my two sticks. Me and my children are eating and we'll die and go. No. Ask for a whole city. Ask God to give you the factory. Ask God to give you the nations and he will give it to you. John chapter 14 verse 12. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. It's time to do greater works. It's time to use your faith to do greater works. You see, one thing that causes many Christians not to walk in faith is because faith is a hard job. The work of faith is a work of discipline. The work of faith is a work of what? Discipline. Your mind has to be disciplined. Your mind has to line up to the word. Your speech has to line up to the word. Your actions have to line up to the word. The day I declared to my wife, we're going to get married and we set the date. I didn't have one pound in my bank account. Not one pound. But my mind and my language and my actions were lined up to the word. I had a word from God. The word was all things are ready. Just one word. All things are ready. I said, okay, God, let's go on this adventure. All things are ready indeed. I did not have one pound in my bank account. Ask her, she'll tell you. Well, I didn't tell her then. <laughs> because if I had told her, maybe she might have changed her mind. No, 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 she wouldn't have. Because she did not, she did not accept my proposal based on what I had. She accepted my proposal based on the vision God had given me. I always tell her, what did you see in me that you married me? Even me, myself, I would not have married me. (laughs) Are you following what I'm saying? So it took faith. And through faith, we got tickets from here, got tickets for one of my best men, got tickets for our bishop and the wife, all the way to South Africa. Our wedding was a million pound 
wedding. Yet I did not have one pound in my bank account. My brother-in-law will call and say, hey, we need this money. I said, okay, it's coming. <laughs> Faith! Mama Lungi was there on that day. She was there. She saw the wedding. You were there. You didn't know I didn't have one pound in my bank account. But today I'm confessing my sins. My brother-in-law will call and say, okay, we need so-so and so for the caterers. I said, okay, next week is coming. And come next week, the money was there ready to pay for it. That is faith in operation. Are you following what I'm saying? That's why in this church, nobody in the account financial team is permitted to say we don't have money. The day you say we don't have money, you are out of that department. We always have money. We always have money. All we have to do is call it forth. Have you not seen things we buy in this church? We come, you come and we say we've bought it. We don't, we don't raise any funds. Are you not seeing it? It's faith. I don't need your faith. If I have to rely on your faith, say, hey, pastor. <laughs> Are you following? That's why a time is coming. That building will buy Kashta. You say, how is it going to happen? Faith. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. There's so much to cover and we'll end it here. Finally, you can only operate in the spirit of faith if you have received it because you can't fake the spirit of faith. You can't fake it. There are many fakers out there but it's just a matter of time. You see, the spirit of faith, you can't fake it. Final scripture, we close. Acts chapter 19 from verse 11 to 16. Acts chapter 19 from verse 11 to 16. The Bible says that, and God wrought a special, special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs, aprons, and, and diseases departed from them. And the evil spirits went out of them. So can you see faith in operation right here? You can see faith in operation. So now let's go and look at another group of people who want to fake this spirit of faith. To pretend as if they have it, but they didn't have it. From verse 13 to 16. The Bible says that then certain of the vagabond Jews. Vagabond is a, it's not a good, a good word. My dad used to call us vagabonds. <laughs> you vagabond boy, who born you? <laughs> When you're very stubborn, you know. <laughs> Vagabonds. <laughs> uh, vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits, the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. Do you see? They had no relationship with Jesus. They said, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches, and there were seven sons of one schema, a Jew and a chief of the priests, which did so. Verse 15. And the evil spirit answered and said, 
Jesus I know. Paul I know. But who you? Who are you? So you see, the spirit of faith cannot be faked. Are you following what I'm saying? Before I stand here and I make declarations, I know where I stand. You can't say, oh, pastor said it, so I'm also going to say it. No. Do you know Jesus for yourself? Do you have a personal relationship with him? Even evil spirits know Jesus. And not only that, they know genuinely those who are operating in the realm of the spirit by the name of Jesus. So he said, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but you, who are you? You are a faker. Don't be a faker. Stop faking it. It's time to operate in the real faith. Verse 16 finally. And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so they fled out of the house naked and wounded. This is what happens when you fake it. Evil spirits will naked you and they will wounded you. They will naked you and they will wounded you. So be careful not to try and fake it. It's time to operate in the spirit of faith. I decree over you, I decree over this ministry that from today we'll operate in the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith will come alive in our lives. Everywhere you go, you'll be above only and never beneath. Any iron gate, any brass, anything in front of you that is standing against you by the spirit of faith, I decree today that they be lifted up. Every iron gate be lifted up. Anything that has resisted you up until now, I decree from today that the spirit of faith will open that door for you. In the name of Jesus, what you have not done before from today, you will do it in abundance. Exploits will operate in your life from today. In the name of Jesus, Shout a good amen. amen. Did you receive it today? Amen. Give Jesus some praise. Give Jesus some praise. Activate the spirit of faith right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Very quickly, very quickly. This is, I sense, I need to do this. I haven't finished with this message, but I need to do this. If you are here and you are believing God to make you a commander in the area of wealth, I believe the spirit of faith is at work. Quickly, I'm believing God for 10 million years in this church. Quickly come forward. I'm going to just shake your hands quickly. Just 10 people. Yes, 10. You have come with a spirit of expectation. And listen, God will give you wealth for the sake of the kingdom. I was watching uh, Kenneth Copeland yesterday. Someone was interviewing him. 
and he said something, the person said, you gave me your jet free, two pilots free, fed us, took us to Billy Graham's funeral for free. And, and the interviewer asked him, why did you do that? He said, because I love God and I love you. The purpose of wealth in the kingdom of God is for the kingdom expansion. Listen, I've been teaching this past four weeks, this series, and I know what I carry. I carry an unction to make people wealthy. I carry an anointing to make people from nowhere to something. Are you following what I'm saying? So I'm going to hold your hand by faith just briefly and then an impartation is going to take place and I want you to now go forth and declare these things. Operate in the spirit of faith because there's no point imparting you with the spirit of faith and not operating in it. Are you following what I'm saying? Are you following what I'm saying? Are you ready now? Just for two seconds, just for a minute, lift up your voice towards heaven and begin to pray. Ask God to, to, to speak to you, to touch you. The only way we are going to be influential is to be kingdom commanders of wealth. Commanders of wealth. Wherever the wealth is, I prophesy they are coming to us now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now receive it. 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 After I've touched you, you can go back. Now receive it. 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 In the name of Jesus. Now receive it. Now receive it. Now receive it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on now, begin to celebrate. 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 In Jesus' name. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10, 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations.